0: You're listening to The Coach's Journey Podcast. Exposing the struggles and celebrating the successes in the life of coaches who are action takers and creating authentic impact in today's world. Whether you're just starting out, expanding your reach, or exploding your impact, you're in the right place right now. Stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Now, here are your hosts of The Coach's Journey Podcast. I'll let you kind of take reins of where you see the challenge starts and where do you see improvements for coaches as they begin?
1: Yeah. You know, what's really interesting? People seem to detach when it comes to like content. I think me, you had this conversation right at the start, like they detach from this, like, oh, like marketing is different to like me being in service and coaching, but actually marketing is service. And if we just really pause and really hone into that, what it means is like there's no distinction between the content and the value that you put out there in the world like you would for a paid client as as you would for the general audience or prospective clients. And I think like when you look at it like that, then you see that actually marketing or content creation or the outreach piece is just you being a service it's you taking people and your your prospective audience through a journey and when you really slow down to that you're like okay well that's pretty easy like a lot of resistance comes from this idea that people are like oh marketing has to be or content or videos have to be either really salesy and icky and out of alignment or you know it, it can't be impactful Yeah. And I find that really interesting because I learned this concept from Rich where, you know, he said he, he talks about the fact that he's written for over 10 years, right? Consistently every single day. But the articles he posts are specifically written for clients. The work he writes are written for clients. It is with one person in mind. And so there's this distinction between publishing versus posting. Like posting on social media is quite easy, right? Like you can post memes, quotes, photos, you know, witty things that just take seconds to create. Like there's no barrier to entry, but the competition is infinite. It's a bit like coaching, right? There's no barrier to entry. But really slowing down, sharing deep thoughts, being really authentic, sharing vulnerable reflection, really creating valuable tools, distinction, and intellectual capital is is challenging, right? That is the piece that actually, if you slow it down to as an impact-driven coach, listening to this, you can create ripples of not just impact, but you can create ripples of trust with your audience, where they're able to see you not just as like, oh this person knows their stuff but this person is able to also give me and co-create a solution with me
0: yeah I really love that and it's such a profound point and and i like I was thinking about like what was I thinking when I was starting about marketing as you were talking and what do I think about it now and over time that has evolved a lot and what has become is what you're saying is that it's for me just putting content out there, I'm still not comfortable. I'll just be honest. I'm never comfortable putting, like when I start a video, uh, like I am uh, I know that I can do it. I can just start a Facebook Live, but I still need to be intentional. I still need to get my own thoughts that are in my way out of the thing. Like I still have all sorts of things that come up, even jumping on the call. Like, well, what if this conversation is not as valuable? Those thoughts are there, but I, I need to be aware of them and deal with them. Now, when I go back to when I was thinking of marketing, marketing looked like this giant thing, like this Goliath that I didn't know how to deal with. And when I thought of marketing, like I thought of these amazing people who had studied marketing for so I'm like, how can I do this? Like, I'm just starting out. But when you actually step back and really look at marketing is that you're really sharing what matters to you. You're really sharing the thoughts, the things that made a difference for you, the things that made a difference in your client's lives, the things that the struggles that you've gone through. When you start to share that, that's essentially like most of my content has become around that. It's like, I'm just sharing what I've learned it's just, and I love Gary Vee's take on this is like, don't teach document. Uh, Like even though we're teaching, but we're also just sharing our journey along the way We're we're talking about an experiential thing versus like, Hey, let me pull out a bunch of stuff from the books and teach. And a lot of coaching is experiential. It's not conceptual. And so we want people to know that we've gone through the journey. We want people to know that we've taken people through, through that. And, and when it became that, it was like, okay, well, yeah, I'm still anxious. I'm still fearful. I still have all these stuff, but then it's not about me. If I really want to help people, I need to put that out there. Because if people don't know that, how else would they trust me to work with them?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and what's really interesting is like, I love that you mentioned Gary Vee, because I was actually going to mention him a little bit later. I had him in mind, but another really great book for like for people to really understand this concept of experiential is Show Your Work by Austin Kleon. I think that's how you pronounce it, but it's a really short book, really jam-packed, and it goes through the process of exactly what you're talking about there. It's, It's it's documenting and sharing like the process of how you grow and you how you evolve, and that could be through insights that you have, that could be through insights from conversations with people, that could be through experiences that you've gone through, and what's really interesting is most people are really fearful, especially at the start. Right. They're really fearful, and and I include myself right at the start of posting content or trying to learn how to do it effectively because they think that they need to have a certain level of confidence and competence. Right. Not really realizing that confidence is a result, not a requirement to getting started. And the more you ship, like the more you ship your content out there, the more you connect with your audience, the more you not only find your Community, your people, your audience, but the more you're ease to actually creating your own voice, creating your own like certain level of impact. And what's really interesting is that coaches are like really impact driven coaches. Like some of the coaches, like the coaches are listening to us right now in the Coaching Mastery community in your podcast. Like there are coaches that are dedicated to this craft and they'll put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours at getting masterful at coaching. They'll tend to avoid the sales at the start, but to a certain extent, finally they'll kind of cave and be like, okay, I need to get good at it.
0: That, that was me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> guilty as charged, right? The most do really slow down to realize that marketing is what creates the community, the connection, and the sales it's it's a harmony like one feeds the other and if you're coming from a place of like okay my intention is to create deep service and impact in the world then you begin to ship like content or videos that is of value and the more you ship of value the more you create connection like most people really like your audience want what you have but they're over being sold to. So what they really want is for you to sell through marketing that is actually creating a human connection, that is relatable, that is giving them the ability to trust you on all fronts. I've talked to you about this, about like the trust, the three trust elements, and I I have it on a PDF. I'm happy to give it to your audience. But you're always cultivating three elements of trust in in your content. It is always like trust in you, trust in your ability. So like trust in you, trust in your product or methodology, and trust in the person's ability to get the results. And there are like different content archetypes that you can put out there. But if you just keep that in mind, like, hey, like what type of trust am I building? in this piece of content that I'm shipping out then it makes it so much more easier and in flow and fun.
0: I love that and it kind of makes me think back like there's I think the journey is so beautiful because as we begin when we go into coaching sessions we're challenging clients to go deeper to kind of challenge their perceptions to challenge the way they're thinking about their life that are not serving them. We're challenging their lack of action. We're challenging their lack of consistency in the things that they want to do according to what their vision is, according to what their values are. Now, like I always think back, and then it goes back to Rich Litvin. He's like, you're not going to coach people. I'll paraphrase him. You're not going to coach people beyond Beyond where you have gone yourself, it has certain wisdom in it. That doesn't mean you need to have a certain level of success as your clients or anything, but you. It, what I the way I received that is that you need to have battled these things on your own. Like you, if you're gonna help people build a business, you better be sure that you need to have battled your own idea, of not specifically business, but maybe your work. Like you're you're doing your best to move that forward. And, uh, like, if we're really alone in our own time, we're sitting there thinking, like, am I doing my best? More than likely, most people are not, including me. Like, I'm, I'm like, trying to do my best, but that's not my best because I know I can do more. And uh, Like, in our alone time, if we're really honest with ourselves, we can do a lot more. Um, But we hesitate, we step back. And unless we've kind of battled through that, unless we've gone through the battle, of it, it's very hard to coach another person because we feel that incongruency and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, so one of the first things, like I realized, because I was so uncomfortable, we were actually, my wife and I, we were going through some old videos. And it was for some reason, one of my excerpts from one of my older videos, like from six years ago, when I was starting to do videos, I was in full fear mode. Like, <laughs> There is no way to put it. You can tell clearly in my body language. This is what's happening. Like it just comes on. We were putting it. She was sharing it on on TV. So everybody's watching it. <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere. This is me talking. So I don't know what the topic was, but I'm talking about it. So when you're thinking about let's put it, let's make it confidence. So when you're thinking about confidence, the way you think about it is, <laughs> I'm just wide and I'm like doing all these weird gestures. <laughs> And I'm wiping my face and I'm like, I, like I'm doing all these twitching things. I needed to go through that battle for me to be able to be on a podcast like, for me to be able to be on stage. Otherwise there's no way I can, like the confidence, like you said, develops as you do it often. And I needed to challenge myself, push myself to do it. And one of the first things when I realized, I'm like, I have such a hard time with this. And I had run out of excuses of personality. I'm introverted or I'm this or that. I'm like, I see a lot of introverted people doing this. So why am I using that as an excuse? And then, so what I ended up doing, I did a 30 day challenge where I just, every day I posted a video and I created a challenge for people to do that. It's still there on my YouTube channel and on Facebook. I did it twice. So the second time I put it on YouTube. That helped me more with video. I'm like, I need to do this, whether I like it or not. Every day, I'm going to sit there on those videos, talking about the videos that came from that was in the challenge. I was struggling with that. Mm -hmm. I, I knew the topics, but I was struggling with myself. I wanted to help people, but I realized that I needed to go through that challenge for myself, not for other people. And so I I think part of this is really, if we are going to call ourselves impactful coaches or want to create a bigger impact and that business for our family, for our community, want a better quality of life. And if we're using this as a business, we need to start with challenging ourselves. We need to start with that zero client. And part of that is like, there is no way to avoid the marketing. I would think there are ways to contract out coaching. Like there are coaches I know who just work for other coaches, which is fine. I did that too for a while. So what are your thoughts about that? I'm, I'm curious, like contract coaching versus the business of coaching.
1: I think there's yeah. definitely there's definitely a place for both, either at the same time or individually. You could, you know, like for the first year or so, I was kind of community managing and then I was coaching a little bit in, in that other coaches community and I loved it. It taught me the ropes like it taught me so much about like systems it taught me so much about building a program and like it taught me so much about just different dynamics of you know having different people and there were so many things that even though I'd kind of come from like a traditional job and background that I just didn't know that was just there in the online space and I was like oh okay this is all new to me and I loved it it taught me the ropes and I think there's definitely a space for both but here is the thing like the distinction that has to be made here is if you are going to be a coach in someone else's community or for another company there's no there's nothing wrong with that but that doesn't require you to market if you are building a business and you're choosing and committing to building a business then that does require you to be intentional with getting masterful in your marketing in your delivery how you connect how you build community and i think a lot of times what people do is like they're like oh i want to grow and i want to be impactful and i you know i want to become the best and what they forget is like in order for you to do that it actually requires a level of commitment to marketing it requires a level of commitment to not just marketing because i think that the the bro quote unquote like the bro version of marketing where it's just sleazy and salesy is is outdated. What people are really craving now is like community. They're craving like connection. They're craving for you to be real for them to say, okay, you know what? I want to take the next steps with you. I want to be a part of like the impact that you're creating. I want you to guide me to the next level. And and that's the thing, like, you know, you've got to make a decision at one point of like, hey, do I want to be an impactful coach by being a part of another organizational community? Or do I want to be an impactful coach by building a business? And if you are building a business, then unfortunately, you can't skip the marketing.
0: Yeah, and that that's a distinction. And so that's a choice you can make early on. And I would say, like, if you're in a place where you're struggling a lot with the business side of things and even wrapping your head around it, for me, like similar to you, like that was a huge opportunity for me to get a contract position with another company while I was building those skill sets. Cause I always wanted to create my business, but I'm like, okay. I'm having a hard time with this. This will give me, and actually, that came from Rish Litvin as well. It's amazing how much we promote Rich Litvin and Steve Shell. <laughs> <laughs> like pretty much every video and training. One day we're gonna have a conversation with them and then tell them that there's this one line I think it's from the Prosperous Coach. And he's like, if you really want to be a like get good at all around coaching and building fine talent stuff, then coach, coach, and coach. That stuck with me. I'm like, okay. I'm not in a position where I'm booking a lot of calls. Maybe I would book like one call a month or two calls a month. And I didn't know if a lot of systems where I have consistent lead flow in there. So I'm like, okay, if I'm not doing that, then how else can I get sessions? And then that's where I started exploring more. Is like, what if I did it with with another coach who's already bringing in leads? And that gave me a huge opportunity because I ended up doing, especially the initial sessions, I ended up doing hundreds of those I got the practice, I got the confidence, I got feedback and I wasn't doing any of the marketing because I didn't even know how to do it, (laughs) to be honest. Um, But that gave me a lot of practice, but it helped me understand a little bit what happened in their system. I even went to this coach's events and looked at like, how are they running? What are the challenges? What was the leadership side of things? What were the blocks? Like it gave me a huge perspective on what the influencer model looks like in experience. That was invaluable to me to, to the point where like I was in one of the events I had gone to it was like one of the three-day events. This coach's assistant, she was running the whole event. She got me to like, I was just hopping out with other things, whatever I could outside of what I was doing, meeting clients. And she got me to stand at the front of the stage. It's like 500 or so people. And she's like, we're going to hand off some of these things. Like, I just need you guys to stand there when you get the cue. And she kept coming back and apologizing. She's like, oh, you know, you, you guys have been standing. i like, you have no idea how amazing this is because all I'm doing is visualizing someone. <laughs> don't worry about it. And, but then it, it, it helped me understand business. When I saw business is really different than a job. Yeah. It's like so different. There are so many components of it. And I didn't realize how different it was until I watched a business at play. And I realized why so many people don't create businesses. Uh, so it might be part of the journey might be that you do work with another coach that, uh, in collaboration.
1: You're listening to the Coaches Journey Podcast.